Hey, this is Tim at Tim's Table Talk. I'm glad you joined us today. Today is a special show. I have my niece, Brittany Reno. She is a fitness lifestyle coach. Did I say that right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's been doing this for a little while. How long have you been at it now? Total, probably close to four or five years full-time, probably three-ish to four-ish. Okay. So, good while. Um, so she's been doing this. She's got some education. Let us know what is your qualifications, what are your certifications. ISSA, certified personal trainer, also nutrition specialist, and currently in pursuit, probably about a week or so away from getting my strength and conditioning specialization as well as my bodybuilding specialization. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a whole bunch of certifications. <laughs> it is. We're going to keep adding. Always keep learning. That's awesome. Um, so tell us a little about what is a fitness lifestyle coach? What does that mean? So a lot of people, when they think fitness lifestyle coach, they think of just like personal trainers at their gym. It's not necessarily that. It's very similar, but also very, very different. When you go to a personal trainer at the gym, essentially you are going and you're meeting with somebody. They're going over technique, proper form. Some of them will give you like a meal plan, that sort of thing. Fitness lifestyle coach, we're more about actually making fitness fit into your life instead of fitness revolving around your life. So it's not one of those like, oh, we meet once a week, we go over form. Yes, we do go over form, all of that good stuff, but it's not meal plans. It's more about making it actually fit your life and like where you are because every single person is going to have a different lifestyle, different schedule, different likes, dislikes, all of that good stuff. So really just turning it into something that's sustainable for your life where you have it under control. You're educated and you know exactly what to do going forward. Okay. So this fits everybody. Yes. There's there's no, like, it's not just for the bodybuilder. It's not just for the guy who wants more energy. This kind of fits in everybody's lifestyle because you make it fit into the lifestyle. Yes. Every single person is going to be different. Like I said, their, their lifestyle, their family, your schedule, the things that you like and dislike. I mean, what job you have, all of that comes into play because some people need to work out at home two days a week. Some people, that's just not realistic. Other people like to be in the gym five days a week. They want to compete. Not everybody wants to compete. Not everybody wants fitness to consume their entire life. So it's kind of just about figuring out where you are, what your life looks like, and what's going to work for you. Different people have different goals. Um, so really just catering it to to the client and what they what they need, where, they, where they're at and where they want to be. Okay. Um. So when you say nutrition, does that mean a nutrition plan that is like this strict plan that we go by? Or is this more of just maybe trying to teach you to eat better than through <laughs> education and not like McDonald's every other day? And yeah, so it's more on the education side. It's not a meal plan. Meal plans can be very, very beneficial. However, I think the problem that people run into with meal plans is it's very all or nothing. It's either like you've got to stick to that meal plan or you're just completely off and you're failing at your goals. So what I strive to do is teach my clients the education behind it so that way, you know, if they have a family and they need to make family meals, okay, how do we make those family meals work for your goals? If maybe they do have a life where they're on the go all the time or maybe they just enjoy fast food or like Friday pizza nights or something like that, making it where those don't have to be cheat meals and cheat days. No, I don't want my clients eating like trash all the time. If you eat like junk, you're gonna feel like junk. 
So we do wanna focus actually on the nutrition of fueling your body, having that energy feeling better, but also when it comes to a lifestyle aspect of it, you still have to have that food freedom. We don't want any good foods or bad foods labeled that way. We want everything to just be fuel for your body. Okay. So are there long lasting foods that are fuel for your body that last longer than other foods? Or is there, cause I know for me, in the afternoon at work, uh, you know, after lunch and I've gone and got my Lee's chicken and <laughs> my big old biscuit, and then I start to feel that sluggish, I yeah. need a nap kind of thing. Is there foods for that? There are. There are. Um, there's actually, that's part of all what we go over is like all of the education behind it. So one, being able to still have that food freedom, but also knowing, okay, if I'm eating fast food and stuff all the time, it's not going to have the most. So there's there's macronutrients, which are proteins, fats, carbs, and your fiber. And then there are micronutrients, which is going to be like your vitamin A, vitamin C, minerals, all of that good stuff. Fast food obviously is not, doesn't have the greatest nutrition, but it's also not going to just break your goals either. Like it's still something for your body, but definitely if you want that sustained energy, you do have to focus on more healthy sources of food. Um, and a lot of times that's gonna be your carbs. Carbs is actually the body's preferred source of energy, which is why when people run into the, I'm gonna do low carb, I'm gonna cut all my carbs out, like that's why they end up coming up with that sluggish feeling because regardless, if your goal is to lose fat, not everybody's is, but if your goal is to lose fat, you have to be in a caloric deficit. Like there's no ifs, ands, buts about it. And people are like, well, I've done keto. Well, keto puts you in a caloric deficit. Well, I've done Weight Watchers. Weight Watchers puts you in a caloric deficit. Well, I've done this and that and the other. Yeah, they all work because they put you in a caloric deficit. But the thing so is... So explain what that is, a caloric deficit. What is that? So you have your maintenance calories. And say your maintenance calories are 2,000 calories. 2,000 calories meaning, okay, that's going to keep you exactly where you are. You're not going to make any progress. Um... That's what your body needs to just sustain where it's at with your current activity levels and energy expenditure and all of those things. Caloric deficit is gonna be below that. So if your maintenance is 2,000 calories, caloric deficit means that you're in a deficit. So say like 1,800 calories, you're gonna lose fat on that if your maintenance is 2,000. But kind of where that gets tricky, and we won't go into all of that because this will be a two hour long show. <laughs> but where that gets tricky is then people are like, okay, cool, I'm gonna do like the 1200 calorie. Well, what happens is they do 1200 calories, they make great progress, but you've dropped so drastically. Our metabolism is like, our body is meant to keep us alive. So your metabolism will always adapt. And then what happens is eventually their metabolism adapts. So now instead of 2000 being their maintenance, 1200 is now a maintenance. It's no longer a deficit. And you can't continue to pull food. So that's whenever you have to go into a reverse diet, which again, I'm not gonna get into because it'll be a two hour show. <laughs> um, but really like knowing all of that, having that education is really what allows people and all of my clients like the freedom to be able to say, okay, like I don't have to eat a specific meal plan where I'm eating the same thing every single day. I don't have to do chicken, rice and broccoli every day. I just need to meet my nutritional goals for what my body needs. And for some clients, it's different. For some, we're doing calories. For some, we're doing macros. For some, we're just focusing on being more aware of what we're eating. So it really just depends on the client, where they're at, what their lifestyle looks like, and what their end goals are as far as how we approach it. Okay. So 
what is it that you're like when you talk to a client like somebody like me now I've tried uh, my work family laughs at me a little bit and that's okay because it's funny I, I, you know I've done the whole thing like I take tuna fish every day I can't stick to that yeah you know Lee's is calling my name and but then on the other side of that I get to eating Lee's and then I I've probably ate Lee's for the last month every day for lunch you know I get the two-piece chicken snack and a biscuit every day that's not good for you yeah so how do I get from where I'm at to get to where that I can find that thing that fits me where do I start with that so that would be dependent on the person but in that scenario I kind of follow like the 80 20 rule so 80% of the time we want to focus on more nutritious foods because when you eat better you feel better but also in the same breath if someone is trying to eat that same exact thing every single day they're trying to focus on healthy then we get it in our head there's good foods and there's bad foods and that just leads to a really bad food relationship which can lead to eating disorders and all kinds of other things so it's kind of like okay if we're eating healthy but it's okay you know like I said earlier like if we're if there's Friday pizza night or if you want Lee's every once in a while like that's completely okay and you can still use it towards your goals as long as you know what your body needs. I have clients that eat fast food, like I've, I eat fast food, we do pizza nights, like that's okay, but also I know that I want to feel good and it's kind of one of those things if nothing changes, then nothing changes. So you don't want to feel restricted. Anybody that's telling you, hey, you can't have pizza, hey, you can't have Lee's, like that's a cheat meal, there's no cheating. There's no cheating. If you know what your body needs nutritionally, you can fit Lee's into your day or you can fit that pizza into your day and still make progress towards your goals without feeling like you have to totally cheat. So it's really about kind of just making sure your body's getting the nutrition that it needs through having that education, but also not restricting yourself. Because that's where a lot of people go wrong. They have that zero totality. So if they're not perfectly on things, then they just are totally off the wagon. And part of it being a lifestyle means that you do have to have that that balance where you can still live life, you can still enjoy life, enjoy birthday parties, things like that, enjoy a few drinks, like whatever the case may be, but also just focus on fueling your body so that way you actually feel better instead of feeling like trash all the time, not reaching your goals, and that way you can operate out of positivity instead of negativity. So we really do get into that mindset thing is, is to change your mind about how you see your life and your meals and your food and how that all comes together even like you said if you know at the birthday party i'm gonna eat some cake and i'm gonna eat some you know have a couple of drinks with the family or whatever and that's okay i just have to have that mindset of i've got to balance that out i guess yeah i'm trying to say yeah like if we're gonna do pizza night and again every single person's nutritional goals are going to be different but if we're going to do pizza night i know okay i'm having pizza that night so I'm probably not going to do McDonald's for lunch. <laughs> like I'm probably going to make something at home for breakfast, for lunch, for my snacks. I'm going to focus more on that, giving my body the nutrition. Because I know that pizza, even though, yes, it does actually have some, some nutrition in it and what your body needs, it's not really the most nutritious. So just having that balance and knowing that, okay, I'm not going to do pizza every single day because I have goals that I want to reach. And because I want to, even if you don't have that goal of, fat loss or that certain physique goal, just still, I mean, if you want to feel better, if you want to have that energy, you've got to give your body 
what it needs. You can't, you know, if you have a sports car, you're not going to put crappy gas in it because it's going to run like crap. <laughs> like you're going to want to put the good stuff in there so that way it runs the way that it should. Our bodies are the exact same way. All right. So how does, you know, when we talk about this is going to be a lifestyle, where does going to the gym, because that's another place where I fail. I've tried some memberships and I go for a while and then it's, you know, it's like everybody's New Year's Eve resolution, <laughs> you know. It's, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this work. And then you, you don't. <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, sometimes the gym's not for everybody. Some people love it. I personally love it. I feel like whenever I work out at home versus when I work out at the gym, I kind of zone in more when I'm in the gym. But you don't have to go to the gym to make progress. Um, is it going to be more optimal progress if you're able to train and work out? Yeah, absolutely. But it's not a necessity. However, if it is something where you're like, okay, I really, really have these goals. They're extremely important to me. That's whenever having a coach comes into play. Because if you have a coach, you're going to check in with that coach every single week. And you're not going to want every single week to be like, yeah, I know I was supposed to go. But I didn't. Like, it, it helps keep that accountability until eventually it becomes a habit just like getting up and brushing your teeth. And I'm not going to say that every single day I want to go to the gym because that's not. I don't go every day, first off. <laughs> don't go every day because your recovery will suck. But every day that I'm supposed to go, it's not that I get up and every single time I'm like, heck yes, like I'm so excited. It's one of those things that like, it's a priority and I'm focusing more on that long-term gratification versus short-term. Because I think with Amazon and Netflix and all the things that we get very, very just instantaneous nowadays, we're used to that. Like we want to go once and see amazing delts and like full glutes and we're just like, yes, like I went to the gym once. I should have dropped five pounds. That's not how it works. So it's more on that long-term gratification of, okay, I have a goal. I know how I want to feel. I know how I want to look. So I need to work at that goal. Like you don't, you know, if you go plant a seed, you don't see the results of that the day that you plant the seed. It, it has to be watered. It has to be taken care of in order for it to actually come to fruition, fruitition, <laughs> whatever the word is. Here at Tim's Table Talk, what we talk about a lot is the whole positive mindset that I want better, but a lot of times I'll talk myself out of it. Yeah. I, I either don't think I deserve it. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I'm, you know, smart enough or I'm whatever the case may be. There's so many things in my life that I've actually talked myself out of or I've let somebody else, oh, that doesn't work. And I don't even try it because yeah. of this mindset that, oh. Fear of failure. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's one of those times, again, it's, it's really good to have a coach to help you walk through those things because when clients come to me, they come with the understanding. Two questions that they're always asked is, are you coachable and are you going to implement? So they come in with the understanding that I'm the GPS. I'm going to guide you. I can get you there. I know exactly the path we need to take. Even if there's detours, I know exactly how to get there. But you have to start the car and you have to press the gas pedal. You have to be willing to implement. So one thing that I always tell them is figure out what your why is. And that's one of the first things that we dig into is what is your why? And it can't just be, well, I want a six pack. Well, I want to look good on the beach. It's always something deeper. It's always, you know, if it is that you want a six pack and stuff, that's great. But 
Why? Because chances are <laughs> your energy sucks. Chances are your confidence sucks. That's why you want to look good on the beach is because whenever you're not, you don't feel confident. You don't want to be in family photos. Or maybe it's not even a physical thing. Maybe it's, you know, I'm tired of sitting on the couch and watching my kids play. Like I want to be on the floor with them. So you have to figure out what is truly going to drive you and make that decision every single day and just remind yourself if nothing changes, nothing ever changes. So something's got to change. The only thing that you can do is take a step. So I really think it is, you know, a coach will absolutely give you every resource, all the education and can get you where you want to be as long as it's a good qualified coach. But in the same breath, that switch has to flip for you where it's you're sick and tired of being sick and tired and like something's got to change. Like it has to be priority to you. Coach is not a knight in shining armor that can come save you. Like you have to save yourself. <laughs> you know. Like we always say, you're worth it, but you got to make it happen and make what you want come true. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so through this conversation, what is it that you would like for people to take away from what you do? Um, I think the biggest thing with what I do and the biggest, I guess, problem that I see in the fitness industry is a lot of people trying to do zero to 100. So like I've talked about, like if you throw a house up overnight, as soon as the wind blows, the house is going to crumble. If you take time to build out that foundation, figuring out your why, figuring out your schedule, figuring out what's important to you, what's point A, what's point B, and what are those steps in between, get the foundation, frame the house, and then lay it brick by brick. You don't have to throw it up overnight. If you've got a solid foundation, you lay the house brick by brick, no matter what storms life is throwing at you, it's gonna stick. Versus if you try to say, okay, today I did absolutely nothing, but tomorrow I'm gonna hit my nutrition, hit my water, get my training, get my cardio, do my morning routine, do my nighttime routine, like, it's not gonna happen. And then whenever you fail, it just causes you to feel like a failure. And that's one big thing too that I would like for people to take away is we all fail, but it's very important that you fail forward. Because if you're failing forward, you're still moving in the right direction. And none of us are perfect. There's always room to improve. So just never stop focusing on improving, even if it's the smallest of things. So this really does, um, fitness lifestyle coaching is really about mind, body, and soul. Yeah. It's everything. Um, which I, I feel like, you know, and it was, um, it's one of those things that we put out there is it, it starts here. And then as you start to feel better, you're going to start to realize the blessings that you have in your life. And then you're going to start giving thanks to whatever deity you believe in. For me, it's Jesus Christ. But you start to give that thanks and you start to realize that you were made for something more than sitting on the couch with a bag of potato chips and watching TV all day. Yeah, yeah, and one of the things I say to a lot of my clients, because I just, I so happen to get a lot of moms, I think because I'm a mom, so I'm just a little more relatable to moms, but I have male, female moms, not moms, like not dads, all of that stuff. I have an array of clients, but all of my moms, like one thing that seems to really resonate with them is I will flat out ask them, okay, you would die for your kids in, in no time, or you would die for your spouse in, in no time. There's always somebody in our life that like we would literally give our life for, but would you actually live for them too? And I think that's one thing that really pushes people is they are always watching and 
when you take care of yourself, you're going to extend your life, but you're also going to extend the quality of your life too. And if you're filling your cup to the point that it overflows, it's going to overflow into others, whether that's your work, your relationship, your friendships, whatever the case may be, versus if you're trying to pour and take care of people, because that's one thing I see so often. Well, I can't because I've got to take care of this, 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 and this. Well, the thing is, is if you're trying to do that out of an empty cup, so out of you just being run down, treating your body like crap, you're not going to have anything to give to them. If you set up four cups, you have an empty one, and you try to pour into the others, nothing's going to happen. If you set up four cups, stack another one on top of those four, and you continuously pour it, the top one's going to fill up, and eventually it's going to overflow into the bottom four cups. It's the same exact thing. Taking care of yourself is, and honestly, like, being selfish in that way is probably the least selfish thing that you can do. That makes sense to me because you're, you know, our, our kids really do kind of grow up as an imitation of us. Yeah. And so if you're living that lifestyle of, of positive thinking and encouragement that you can do things, that you can be better every day, even if it's just a little bit, um, your kids pick up on that. Yeah. And then they grow up and their lifestyle becomes, it's this habit that they know that tomorrow I can be better than today, even if I didn't get done. I didn't make an A, but that's okay. Tomorrow I'll come back and I'll do a little better. Yeah, it's a domino effect. Because like you were saying, like the mind leads into you doing it physically. Once you start doing things physically, you feel better. So therefore your mental state gets better. And then your mental state causes physical. And it's literally just a domino effect. And then people around you are going to see that even if it's not your kids even if it's your coworkers or whoever is around you they're going to see that and they're going to be like what are you doing like how do you feel so good why are you so positive all the time it and it depends on the way that you look at it because i could say hey i won the lottery and somebody could be like yeah but you got to pay taxes on that like why are we focusing on the negative i just won the lottery <laughs> yeah. there's going to be positive and negatives in every single situation in life but what really matters is what you look at and your kids are going to see that too because you're not going to be able to shelter them from all negativity like i know that with sage i would love to shelter him from the world (laughs) but you can't they're going to come across they're going to fail they're going to come across Mm -hmm. negativity that's just part of it but what matters is are they failing forward i always tell my clients we are allowed five minutes to have a pity party when that five minute timer goes off we're right back at it like we're getting up and we're moving forward and we're going to evaluate during that five minutes where did I go wrong? What lessons did I learn? What am I going to do better going forward? And then we're going to keep moving. That doesn't matter where that five minutes falls in. So in other words, if if I didn't make it to the gym today, do I need to really look at that now? Or is that something that I can reflect on at the end of the day? You know, like yeah. Some private time that I maybe have with myself. Mine is in the mornings in the showers. I go over a lot of things in my head while I'm washing yeah. And I think one of the best starting points is a good morning routine, honestly. It can make or break a day. When people are able to get a good morning routine, it sets the tone for the rest of your day. So I would say always take like in the morning, but I mean, you can even do it in that in that moment. Like if you missed the gym, it doesn't matter. Even if you missed the gym and then you're laying there in bed and you're like, dang, I should have really went. You can lay there and say coulda, woulda, shoulda and beat yourself up about it and make yourself feel bad about it. Or you can say, hey, I didn't do that today and I was supposed to. So like tomorrow, I'm going to do that because it's important to me and because here's my goals. And with that, you don't have to go to the gym, but if you have it planned, 
You want to because you want to start showing up for yourself. Because if you can't right. show up for yourself, then honestly, who if you can't count on yourself, who are you going to count on? Honestly. Yeah. Having a goal is no good if you're not going to act on it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think, but if you have that morning routine where you do reflect and you say, okay, why is this important? I tell my clients all the time, journal, write down 10 things you're grateful for. Always start your day positive. Don't roll out of bed, rush to get ready for work, and then take off because then your entire day is is feeling rushed, and that's how you started your day, and it's going to be so much harder. If you start your day with positivity and you're operating out of a place of positivity, you're going to get so much further than if you're operating out of a place of just a negative mindset. Yeah, I love hearing these things because for me, it's reinforcement that some of the things that I'm doing are correct. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like my day starts at 4 o'clock. I usually I wake up and it, it'll just be a few minutes, but I'll have some thoughts, you know, and then I'll doze back off until about 5. And at 5 o'clock, that's my time that I'm up. Now, I don't have to be at work until 8, but I'm up at 5, and it's because it gives me time to get my coffee, to um, turn on the news, but I really, I'm kind of in and out on the news. Most of it is really just, I'm into my own head and going, you know, over the things that like he was just talking about, that, you know, I did these things good, now I need to, to copy those again today. Um, I did these things, weren't so good yesterday, so how can I improve those? And, you know, and then just talking to myself about, and I know this sounds silly to some people, but I literally talked to myself, and I used to do it in the mirror when I first started changing <laughs> things, and I would tell myself, I'm a good guy. I'm not a piece of trash. I don't need to act like I'm a piece of trash. I need to act like the guy I am. And so I fail at that every day, but I get better every day. Yeah, and if you get, I mean, Nick Comodina said it best, if you get 1% better every day, that's all that matters. And even if that's something as simple as making your bed in the morning, like it it can be something so, so simple. But if you're getting 1% better every single day, it might not seem like a lot because it's like, yeah, but I still like failed because I could have gotten 99% even more better. But if you're doing 1% better every single day, in a matter of a year, you're going to be 365% yep. better than whenever you first started. Yep, that's fine. And that's going to add up. And eventually that's going to become like the minimum expectations that you have of yourself. Because a lot of it's just honestly proving to yourself that you can do it. I think a lot of times we just have the self-doubt and you just have to prove it to yourself. So I'll tell my clients, like, I want journaling. I want gratitude. If we're in our head, like, we're going to start talking twice a week instead of just checking in once a week. Like we're going to make sure we're doing what we need to do. We're going to, I want post-it notes all over your house, all over on the bathroom mirrors, on the front door, like anywhere that you're going to see it. And I want it in your bedroom. So it's the first thing you see whenever you wake up. I don't care if it's positive affirmations. I don't care if it's things you love about yourself. I don't care if it's for my Christian clients, like scriptures, like I don't care what it is, just something that makes you feel good, makes you feel positive. Instead of listening to the radio on the way to work, we're going to listen to a positive podcast. Instead of sitting and watching Netflix, we're going to read a self-growth book. Like, we're going to just push that positivity into your brain. And I think another thing that people miss that's so important is, is the old saying, you can't change those around you, but you can change the people that are around you. Like, you are who you're around. So I might have five friends that, you know, they they have no push to grow. They have no ambition. Like, they don't, they like where they're at. They're settled or maybe they're just negative all the time. 
that's not, I can love them, but I'm going to love them from a distance. I don't have to totally cut them out of my life, but that's not going to be the people that I always surround myself. The people that I surround myself with are the people that are where I want to be because those people are going to pull you higher. So instead of being like, well, that's my best friend of 12 years, so I just keep hoping she's going to change. You can't change those people. You can lead by example and hope that they choose to change, but you can't force them to change. So the best thing that you can do is love them from a distance. Find somebody that you can learn from that is going to call you higher, and hopefully your friend will see that, and hopefully they'll follow suit, but you can't change the people around you. You can only change who you choose to be around. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, I believe that encouragement, like you said, loving them from a distance, but... You do you, and you connect with people that are helping you to bring get yourself higher. And at the same time, you keep that other hand kind of extended to let them know, hey, I'm here. I think you're, you're awesome. Come on with me. Now, do they reach out and get themselves together? That's on them, and you can't force them. Yeah. So I've said that for years about... Um, you know, drug addicts and things, most of the ones that are successful made a change up here and disconnected from what they were in to what they wanted to be in. Yeah, some of my, honestly, my most successful clients have been previous addicts and alcoholics, honestly, because they make that decision. And once they've made that decision, like you're not taking them off that path. Like, no matter what you do, like, they're getting there, and that's the best. And I think sometimes, you know, even if you don't previously struggle with with those types of things, sometimes we all just need – we need people that, yes, we're going to encourage. And that's that's what I tell them. Like, as your coach, I'm here to encourage you, but I'm not your cheerleader. I'm not going to say, hey, you did absolutely nothing, but, like, that's okay. You're still killing it. That's not what I'm here for. Right. I'm going to say, like, hey, you did nothing today. (laughs) But you did nothing today, so, like, we need to do better. And it's not out of a place of of hatred or negativity or, like, being mean. It's that if I can see in you, and every single one of my clients has it because every single one of them have to get on a phone call before they ever even join the mentorship to make sure they're a good fit and to make sure that I see that potential there. That's exactly what it is. I see that potential, and sometimes we don't see that in ourselves. So we need somebody else to call it out of us in tough love. And it's always love, but sometimes that love is, is tough and it's telling you like, hey, get, get your head out of the sand. Like yeah. we got work to do, you yeah. know, five minute pity parties up, let's go. Yeah, so. that's awesome. I mean, it's, cause it, it does take that. I mean, that's, it took me a lot to get out of my destructive mode because a lot of the things that I went through in life were just self-inflicted wounds is what I call them. You know, yeah. I, I did more damage to me than most people ever did to me. So, um, and, and you just have to change that, have to flip that switch and say, no, this is not who I really am. Why am I doing this? And start figuring it out. And it's taken a while, um, but I feel like every day I do make some improvement and I, and I love that journey. Yeah. You know, I'm not mad at where I came from and the things that I've done. I'm not mad at it because that's the things that I guess have helped to push me to be that better person because I can see this is not me. That's failing forward. That's exactly what failing forward means to me, at least. I think 
everything that we go through makes us who we are but you never become just complacent with that you always it's just like my education like sure I could be like yeah I've got my personal training I've got my nutrition like I'm good but no I want to learn more and I never want to stop learning and there's a reason for that because I think once we become complacent that's exactly what happens so what makes it better is to want to keep growing and show up so I always ask myself I'm like okay this is where I want to be this is where I want to be better so instead of trying to take who I am now and make that better I'm like okay that Brittany that is that version that higher version of me or whatever you want to call it what would she do in this scenario when I don't want to go to the gym the Brittany now doesn't want to go to the gym but the Brittany that's reached her goals and is where she wants to be what would she do she would get her butt up and go to the gym. Right. So if you want to become that person, you have to act as if you're already that person. That's good. I like Thanks. that. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, so um, give us some contact information. How do they get a hold of you? How do they start the process of, of getting into this uh, coaching and getting, getting themselves better? Yeah, so um, they can reach out via Facebook or Instagram. Facebook is just Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y, not N-E-Y. <laughs> um, Reno, R-E-N-O, literally just like Reno, Nevada. Um, you can find me on Facebook or on Instagram. It's B.RenoFit. There is an application on both of those. Um, they can either message me and I can send them the link or they can just click the application, fill that out. Because like I said, I do want to always make sure it's a good fit that I see that potential, that we're a good personality match. If not, it's nothing personal. Um, different people just mesh together well and some people just don't. But I always wanna make sure it's a good fit before we spend any time, money, energy, all of that good stuff. So first step would be fill out the application and then we'll get set up on a phone call to see if it's what, what they actually need. Okay, I'm gonna get some links and I'm gonna put those down below so that you can just click on the link. You get to Brittany <laughs> and, and we'll get this journey started, all right? Um, any final words that you want to say? I would say to anybody that is thinking right now, yeah, but I can't go to the gym. Yeah, but I can't meal prep on Sundays. Like, I'm just too busy, all of that good stuff. Like, yes, you can. And it doesn't take getting it perfect. You don't have to meal prep on Sundays. You don't have to make it to the gym. Sometimes it's just taking that step to be 1% better so if you don't normally make your bed like start by making your bed write down three things every day that you're going to do don't overwhelm yourself with this list because we're chasing progress we're not chasing perfection and progress is done one step at a time because one step gets you to the next step and gets you to the top yep exactly um all right so i'm tim this is tim's table talk this is Brittany Reno. She's great. She's fabulous. Check her out. I promise you're going to get better. You're going to reach some goals. You'll see some fantastic changes in your life. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to put some links down below for Tim's Table Talk. You can go to timstabletalk.com. That's our website. Um, we're doing a blog there. We've got the Facebook channel. So check us out. I'm telling you, we're bringing some good stuff here. Anyway, we love you. We believe in you. Come on back and see us again.